Hi, this is Sulaima speaking and thank you so much for letting me share my story with you and hopefully this story will inspire many, many more people all over the world. When I grew up, um, I was living in a very white community in a small country up north uh, called Denmark. I have a Danish mom and a, um, a Moroccan dad. And I was born in North Africa, Morocco, and I was I came to Denmark when I was a, just a baby. And growing up, I always looked different. My home was different simply because of the fact that my dad was Moroccan. We had different food, our house smelled differently. The language that was spoken in my home was not only Danish, but also Moroccan. And the people who came visit us from all over the world looked different from the people who were visiting our neighbors. My dad was loud. He had a lot of, um, you know, as a Moroccan man, you feel, you know, it's you're, you're loud and and you have very um, strict opinions about how daughters should be raised. At least my dad had. And growing up feeling like an outsider all my life was somewhat, a de you know, some somewhat depressing. Um, I never felt um, that I looked right. Looked right. My name is not typical Danish, so I was also very different just because of my name. Uh, my first name and my last name is not Danish. And I felt very alone when I grew up and I felt very lonely and I felt I was really misunderstood. And it was not easy for me to make friends because when kids, when you don't look like other kids, kids does not really include you. Um, when I was five, six, maybe seven years, I had a birthday party and I remember my mom was cooking all day, decorating and making it beautiful. And no one showed up for my birthday party. I was just waiting and waiting. And I still remember that feeling of looking outside the window and no kids came. And I don't know if you've tried it, but that did something to me. Like I lost faith and I lost trust in knowing that you will always have friends. So I decided not to be dependent on people anymore and that I wouldn't, yeah, that I wouldn't be dependent on people. I don't think that's healthy, but I decided that. And I actually stopped trusting people. And what happened was I created this strong desire and motivation to prove them wrong, that I wasn't wrong, but there was something wrong with the circumstances that I grew up in and that I would be working really hard to create a, a road or leave a map for other girls and boys who do not look like the average white person. And here I am today recognized as one of the female leaders in the world doing so. And so I think I have accomplished what I was looking for. And I still write books and I still do my talks all over the world. I, I, I have my online classes. I keep preaching that diversity is a good thing and that inclusion is necessary. And we are not supposed to look like each other. We are supposed to be unique. And the way that we live and the way we work shouldn't be um, master planned by 
someone in the government or your employer, but should be purely, you know, designed by you and means your life and that everyone should be proud of where they are from. So for me, one of the many, 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 but one of the very significant episodes in my life was the fact that no one showed up for my birthday party. And it did something to me. I'm hosting amazing birthday parties for my own kids now. And um, I told them about my own experience. And what it means is every time I host a book launch, a reception or something, I get the very same feeling. Maybe no one is showing up. But today they are showing up. But I cannot stop thinking, do they show up now because I'm famous? Or do they show up because they really, really want to celebrate with me? So in a way I'm broken, but I took that brokenness and hopefully inspire today many more people um, to just own their own destiny and be proud of who they are. I was bullied when I was younger, like beaten up and bullied. And I remember I had anxiousness just before um, dismiss. Uh, when you dismiss school because I didn't know what would happen on my way home. And at some point I refused to go to school for three months and I ran away from home because my mom and dad wanted to put me back in school. And I lived in the streets. I was hiding for the police and they finally, they one day they found me and they put me in a children's home and later in foster care. And uh, I never returned to my parents' house. So I left my parents' house when I was 13. And today I'm turning 44. And I've been independent most of my life. And I've been part of the of the system most of my life. Uh, the authorities have, you know, been watching me and not always motivating me, but been challenging me, not in a good way. And so me today living in Palo Alto and running my, my successful companies as a female entrepreneur, I'm belonging to the minority, half Moroccan, I think um, I really need to stay committed to the fact, keep telling this story and other women's stories so that other women, um, young girls, um, have a community to lean on because um, we can accomplish so much in life if we just don't feel alone and if we don't feel lonely. I don't mind being the only one, but I don't like being the. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind being the first one. I just don't like being alone. And I dedicated a fair amount of my life and time to create create communities where women can come together and support each other and have a safe place to think out strategies and design their lives. And that's why I created WomenReignite.com. That is going to be launched in the U.S. later this year. It is already the biggest community in Scandinavia. And I think um, there's a duty um, to all of us who kind of make it. And that is to make sure that you bring other women with you. Because, oh gosh, I wish that my road had been easier uh, it wasn't because I grew up with absolutely zero role models. All the, should I say, the few women who really made it were like white women born into very powerful positions or had married someone who was very successful. So we need clearly many more stories of self-made powerful women who have turned adversity into a strength. 
I hope you um, were inspired by my story and thank you. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.